Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Read stories of Dusty Rhodes, the Von Erich, Scott Casey, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, Mr. Fuji, Ron Bass, Bruiser Brody, Mike Davis, the Grappler, and many others. And I guarantee you one thing. Then it'll be the best dadgum read you've had in a long, long time. Get your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. What's going on, y'all? It's the Big Whip Dog, and you're listening to the Russellville Podcast with the author, Vincent Berry. You better keep listening. Seriously, right now. Listen. Hit play. Listen. Listen. You're listening to the Russell Bill Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is The Whip from The Whip Show. How are you? Whoa, whoa, Whip from The Whip Show? Come on, man. I need a little bit more than that. It's the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast, a.k.a. The Whip Show. I'm just messing with you, bro. Good to see you. It's Whip, man. How you been? And that's why we have a conversation before we record so we can get all this stuff straight. I'm doing good, man. It's good to have you on. Me and you met e- each other a couple years ago uh, when I was uh, promoting my first book. You had me on your show a couple times, and I really do appreciate that. And you're doing some interesting stuff in pro wrestling. I wanted to bring you on, and I wanted to talk about some of the things that you're doing. Uh, first, let's talk about your show and how long you've been doing your your podcast and and what you cover. Okay, well, yes. First of all, thank you for having me, man. It's kind of different. I'm used to interviewing people, so I forgot how it is to be on this side. But I have a show. It's called the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast. I'm AKA The Whip Show. That's the acronym, W-H-I-P. And yes, we had you on previously. The show's been going about three or four years now. I'm not even sure what my anniversary is. I know we started during the pandemic. Um, The show started because I was doing another podcast for my business that I run here in Michigan and our last guest on that show for whatever reason was Stevie Ray now that show was totally out of the realm of wrestling it was about life relationships but for some reason we just had Stevie Ray on from Water Eat and from there I was like man that'd be really dope because I love wrestling to try to do a wrestling podcast at that time everybody was doing them as you know it's a million wrestling podcasts but I, I always felt like I'm bringing something a little bit different to the world, just my energy and everything. And at that time, when I think when you first met me, um, I had a co-host, Devastate Daryl Pace. Uh, he, him and his wife are doing other things right now, so he hasn't been able to really work with the podcast. But yeah, but that's how I started. I currently have probably over 150 episodes. 
because it's expanded into like the Whip Show Podcast Network. It started, I would just interview old-time wrestlers. And I don't even like saying that. I have to say legend. Um, from WWF, WCW. My very first name guest was D-Ray 3000 from TNA. Then I had Johnny Bravo. I was been a blessing to me in so many ways. But yeah, that's how I started, just interviewing guys. And then I was like, man, it's cool to talk about the past because we got to do that. And I know you know about that because we're WrestleVille. But I want to kind of incorporate some of the new stuff as well. So then I created a whole team. Um, and I actually have seven different podcasters on my team now. And they not only work shows together, they're under the network banner, and they do their own shows. We're actually going to debut a new show, a young man named Naji. Um, he goes down to NXT. He's in Chapel, Florida. He goes to NXT because he goes to Full Sail every Tuesday. So he's going to start doing the NXT review. Um, my buddy Jordan is going to do an Impact Wrestling review because he actually does the work with Impact Wrestling right now. And then I got my other guy, uh, Mr. Joe Walker. He does a show, and it's pretty much called Relic. And what he does, he just brings it from a fan's point of view, looking at different uh, wrestlers. So it's been blessed, man. It's been really fun. Didn't think it was going to be going on this long, but three years later, I'm still doing it and still enjoying it. Right, right. Yeah. And let's see. So if you were, you started in the pandemic, uh, and I do remember meeting Daryl when I was promoting my first book. So uh, let's see. So that takes it back to 2020, I would write. And then... uh, so I started, uh, I guess, doing the podcast because everyone was telling me, "Got you got to do a podcast," you know. And I couldn't. I I was having troubles. I had a website where I was writing these short stories, but I had troubles keeping up with both, right? And so I ended up letting the the short stories go when I started getting more book projects, and I started using the podcast to, to promote my book and. You can always put a commercial in there, you know, so that that made it real easy. But, you know, I I was kind of pigeonholed myself, too, in, in the sense of, you know, I don't do many. Well, I don't do any. I was going to say many, but I don't do any reviews. Right. I don't like, hey, what did you think about the show last night? Or, hey, what do you think about that card? And it's really not my not my 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 thing. However, uh, I do like having conversations with interesting people in the in the sport of professional wrestling. And uh, I was, you know, getting some of the older wrestlers, the old school, the legends, um, I thought was a little easier for a time because uh, there's a lot of people that are under contract and it's hard yeah. to yeah. You know, for them to have the green light to 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 do that. As as you know, I know, you know. I started getting people on the rise too. And, you know, I started getting some people that I, I really couldn't, you know, I got an interview with Jordan Clearwater. I was pretty pleased with that. That was pretty good. Kerry Morgan, that was pretty good. That was right before he got on to NWA. You know, it was things like that. And um, when you look back to my catalog of work, I, I say, wow, you know, this guy's wrestling here now and this guy's wrestling here now. Um, you just never know who that, that diamond is right and that's why it's so important for platforms like mine and yours you know like i just said i, I i'm kind of back into the new age wrestling again but for years i stopped 
which is why I was interviewing the legends because I really wasn't paying attention to the current product. Uh, but I think we still need that because the young people need to know about what's going on for the past. But also, like I said, with some of the newer stuff, that's why I kind of incorporated a team because they can kind of really go into the review format or whatever because I'm going to be honest, I can't sit there and watch three hours of Monday Night Raw. I cannot do it at all. And then to think about going after that and talking about it for another hour, no, I can't. If, but I got people that can do that, man. But, yeah, I definitely think that uh, it's good to do the interview style with some of the older legends because I think it really gives it – people need to know where wrestling comes from. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah, and also, too, you know, you, you mentioned something. You know, you said, boy, you can't watch, you know, three hours of Raw, but, you know, you've got uh, wrestling on, you know, what, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night. And then all the independent shows, if you have the title net, uh, title match network, not oh, yeah. everything on Saturday. And, you know, it's um, with the amount of wrestling that's out there these days, it's really hard for me to watch everything that's out there, you know? And I, oh, yeah. people will ask me, hey, what are you watching? I'll, I've been, I guess this past year, I was uh, doing a lot of NXT, right? And then uh, I was watching OVW. Then the documentary came out on uh, Netflix, and I started watching more OVW. And uh, I, I found it was very interesting. Wait, did you have the opportunity to see the documentary? Oh, my God. I feel terrible. I have not. I have not yeah. watched wrestlers yet. But... It is, but I watch OVW because on, on Roku it comes on two times, two, two, three, two, three times a week. So, but I haven't seen the documentary, but I heard it's amazing. I heard it. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was interesting the way they kind of peel back the business side of it. It in you know it really kind of shows how difficult it is to run a business like that. You know, a lot of people will well just start a promotion. Oh, I can see a promotion in your you know, future, and it's like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> we always joke about here in Michigan, and I, it's like this around the country. It's probably around the globe. Tax time wrestling promotions. Each area will start a new promotion, probably three or four of them, in January, February, March, once these promoters get their uh, tax refund. The problem with that is, and I don't want to ever knock anybody, but it is not as easy as what people think. Everybody thinks, you know, they get mad at Tony Khan. They get mad at all these people thinking you can just move people like toy soldiers. They're forgetting the human aspect of people, not to mention the business aspect. When you when you rent a ring, you have your payroll for wrestlers, your insurance, advertising. Do you realize how much you're in the hole already before you sold one ticket? Especially if you're not good at getting sponsorships. You know, I you wrote a book. You know how it is to even the what you had to pay out before you even sold a book. So multiply that by ten or twenty. You know what I'm saying? So I I I don't knock it, but I'm like, man, I wish guys really understood it, what it takes to really run a business. So I'm glad they had something like uh, wrestlers on Netflix to really show people how it is. Right, right, yeah, ab absolutely, absolutely. You know what I was I was thinking here recently. I was I was just doing something in. I was just kind of thinking about because I go online sometimes and I see a lot of criticism about AEW, right? Well, and WWE, right? I mean, it's 
it's across the board. They, any, you know, so, some week somebody's ahead and some week somebody's, you know, someone's getting kicked in the butt and then somebody's getting patted on the back and somebody's getting kicked. It, 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 they trade, they take turns, right? Do you really comprehend what goes into putting on that show and how many hours they're working around the clock and how how much, you know, when did, I don't know where they're going to wrestle this week, right? But where they're wrestling, that building has had been secured for a long time. Oh, yeah. They didn't make the phone call last week and said, oh, we're going to be in this city or, hey, we're going to, you know, that was playing months ago. I, I, and like you just said, people don't realize that, man. I'm a former indie wrestler myself, and I, I, did, I had a chance to be an extra for WWE a couple times. We had to be at the building, the extras, at two o'clock. The other, the, the, but the contractor talent had to be there at twelve noon for a Monday Night Raw that was at eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Taking into consideration the travel time to get there, uh, trying to get a workout. It was just so much that people have no idea. Look there, talk. All they do is go online and say, "Well, Tony Khan should do this or WWE should do this." It is just so much. And again, I know I just said it, but talking about the human aspect. If me and you are wrestling, and Tony says, you know what, Vince, you're going to go over with. It sounds easy, but I've been a champion for years, and I'm like, well, I know if I let Vince beat me, and he's a newcomer, well, hold up, dog. Uh, wait a minute, that's not going to work for me. We need to have a conversation. Because we're still men, we're still trying to protect our own characters, too. It's just so much involved, man, and I, I just don't think people understand that. Yeah, it's just got to be overwhelming i think I, I don't know when these you know the 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 operation has really got to be big i mean it's you know they've got a team of people and i don't know it's it just kind of gives gets you know kind of gives me a headache just thinking about it oh my god yeah well, you just brought up like the guys uh booking a venue let's say it's a wednesday night dynamite and all of a sudden on tuesday they find out that venue has lost all power and they can't get a generator there. But you got you got to make sure that WB Warner Brothers Discovery has their television product that they paid for to be on. What do you do then? You know what I'm saying? That's billions of dollars that could be lost because of one situation. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah. just so much, man. Oh, yeah. And then there's so many aspects to that wheel, right? There's so many spokes on that wheel that, you know, you're not just dealing with the building, but you're dealing with catering. You're dealing with costumes. You're dealing with, you know, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It is, it is. You know, like I said, for the outside, we could, we could uh, what do they call it, quarter, uh, Monday, day, Monday night quarterback, whatever they call it. Yeah. But it's, it is not a job that most of us will really want to deal with, man. Right. You know, if we worked at any, any platform, you know, people are supervisors or whatever. A lot of those, you know, in a regular job, a supervisor goes home. And what do they do? They think about that job almost 24-7. It affects their relationships, uh, personal and professional. It's just so much, man. And like I said, you got to multiply that times the millions of people to watch these products. It's, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting overwhelmed just thinking about it, man. You see, it's easy to do. It's easy to do. Hey, so you were telling me that you do something. What What do you do for a uh, local promotion up there? And where, uh, where exactly are you at? And what? Tell us about the promotion. I'm in the I'm in the Metro Detroit area, Metro Detroit, Michigan, 
and I work for a company called Northwest Championship Wrestling. Um, we have been going on now for, we just had our three-year anniversary. We actually got a really big show coming up called Winter Mania 2 that we'll be having in Berkeley, uh, excuse me, in Royal Oak, Michigan, which is like a big area right outside uh, Detroit. Um, last year for Winter Mania, we did 550 fans. This year we plan on doing 750 plus. We would have did probably that much last year, but we, had, we turned people away at the door. Um, and if you've ever been to an independent promotion, it is probably some of the most fun you'll ever have because you're right up in the wrestlers' faces. They give you energy that you will not get at an arena that has 100,000 people in it. Um, I made a question on my social media the other day saying, if you go to a concert, do you prefer to go to that big stadium show or that small, intimate concert that has 500 people? And most people say they prefer that intimate show because you just get that energy that you don't get anywhere else. Uh, we got some of the best guys in the world. We actually have been featured on Impact Wrestling's digital media batch of the week. Um, I do commentary with my partner, Jordan Slaskavone and Sweet Willie Gibbs. And our match was uh, Black Diamond Jack Price, who's from the Michigan area. He actually won a TNA gut check, the last gut check. Uh, and he now works for Impact. He went against a guy named Amazing Nate Batson. And that was on Impact Wrestling. They showed it on there. But yeah, we have a lot of help with Impact Wrestling. We're kind of like, I don't want to say a full feeder, but they sent us a lot of their guys to get matches at our shows. Um, Sam Beal has worked with us before. Um, Jason Hotch, um, another guy that's in Impact Wrestling right now. And Johnny Bravo was there all the time. He does commentary with me all the time. And I've actually known Bravo for probably about 20 years, my whole tenure in the wrestling world. And he picks with me like his big little brother, man, every time. <laughs> but it's just, you know, so it's just a beautiful thing, but it's just fun. And I'm glad that I'm a part of it because, like I said, I used to be a wrestler and I did not make it to WWE, but I had a good time. But I, I have walked away. Totally walked away, was content doing the podcast thing. And somebody reached out to me and just being in this space where I get to rub my mouth. I'm not bad at that. I'm not bad at that. Yeah, you're, you definitely have the gift of gab, right? I guess a little bit. I don't, I don't know if anyone's ever pointed that out to you, but. Just a little bit, just a little bit. You know, you you were talking about independent wrestling. I love it. I love independent wrestling. You know, it's like, you know, you get to see, like you said, I I one time I had troubles. Well, I was driving from South Texas to North Texas in in a rain, and I and I should have gotten to Dallas about by five o'clock. I didn't get to Dallas until about eight thirty because it was raining cats and dogs like in the middle of my drive and uh just took me all day to get there and then when i got to the small town where the wrestling show was well i couldn't find it you know it's like it had two stoplights in a in a <laughs> circle k and you know i couldn't find yeah. the vfw and i passed by it about four times i went in there i i had to be the last person to go in there and buy a ticket seriously yeah, I I mean because I was so late. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came in the middle of the card, dude. I had a great, man, great seat. You know, what I mean, I still had a great seat, and I bet you had a great time. I had a great time. There's like, well, everybody knows about WrestleMania week, right? That's what WWE has WrestleMania. But I went to Dallas for WrestleMania week a couple years ago, and. So many independent promotions were doing shows 
around WrestleMania week. When I tell you, there were people that said that they didn't even go to WrestleMania, but they had so much fun going to see GCW. All those Texas different promotions, they had more fun doing that than they did at the stadium with 100,000 people in it. Yeah, do you know what? I I was trying to get up there that that year for that, and I was looking at, I somehow I got a, a list of like the the shows and the calendar of what was happening outside of yeah. WrestleMania. Dude, that looked better than oh my. the WrestleMania. I, I See, I'm always getting emotional because I, I tell people it's one of the best times I ever had. I tell all my friends that are wrestling people, you got to go once. They're like, well, WrestleMania, it's not even, I mean, WrestleMania is cool, but going to WrestleCon, meeting all the legends, going to, you you, you had Jeff Hardy and R-Truth, you had different people doing concerts. The rapper Wale, Wale had a bunch of wrestlers coming doing karaoke and just having fun. It's just such a different experience. And like I said, all the GCW, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, independent promotions and all the other stuff, you know, it is a mecca for wrestling fans. I think every wrestling fan has to do that at least one time in their life. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I would like to go to WrestleMania, but not go to WrestleMania. <laughs> so even when, you know, cause when I, by the time they went to Dallas, they were doing it two nights, you know, so we're old school fans. So we remember it being just one night, but they're doing two nights. Do you know, I only went, to the night that Roman Reigns went against Brock. I did not go to day one. I didn't go to night one. I only went to night two. But I had so much fun with everything else. I was totally content with that, man. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, well, totally. you know, you definitely go in there and then you get your wrestling fix, right? I mean, that's that's kind of, that's, that's why I kind of like all these streaming apps and stuff. I mean, because where I live in South Texas, we have a couple promotions, right? And I've I've seen some, you know, some of the the wrestlers wrestle over and over and then they'll bring in somebody else, which kind of piques my interest a little bit, but I wanna see I wanna see different people. And we don't have a lot of, you know, big name different people come through here a lot. And so when they do, and they, and it's usually a night that I can't make it. <laughs> which is a disappointment for me but thunder rosa's come through here uh ricardo uh, rodriguez has come through here uh max Castel uh castellanos i don't do you know who that is he's in dallas but he's he's texas guy he's come through here and um you know so there's there, we've got some you know old lindsay dorado came through here yeah okay. i'm I, I know you just said you guys don't have a lot, but that might be a good thing because it doesn't the market doesn't get oversaturated. Here in Michigan, our, our state that only has eight million people, we have seventeen promotions in Michigan. Way too many. There's like eight in a small one hundred mile radius. The problem with that is people become too visible. You know what I mean? You see the same guy at each promotion. Why would I pay to go here to see a guy? Well, I'll just see him next week over here. You know what I'm saying? There's no, uh, it, you don't feel like you have to see these guys because it's, that's the one problem. Um, going back to working for Northwest Championship Wrestling, the one thing I do like that we do, we try to bring guys in besides our base of workers, try to bring guys in from all over the country. You know what I'm saying? We were down at uh, Impact Wrestling 
because like I said, my co-commentator, uh, Jordan, does some work with them. We scouted a couple guys and brought them in with us. So we try to cycle new people into the promotion because I just think that's the only thing about independent wrestling. If you can see the guys every day at different places, they lose value. But the mystique is gone. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, I know a wrestler, he, he, uh, he'll only wrestle like in Houston one month, the next month. He doesn't go to, you know, Houston and wrestle or Dallas and wrestle every other weekend or, you know, once a month, once a month, once a month, once a month. And then he's going to different places. But, you know, that he, he figured that early out in his career is that, you know, why, why do I want to saturate one city with me? The, you know, that make it feel special when I come to San Antonio. You know, hey, I got to go see this guy, man. He doesn't come here very often, you know? One of our guys that we use, and he, you know, he's went viral and everything, Santana Jackson, the Michael Jackson impersonator worker. He's our interstate champion. You know what I'm saying? He's our champ. But we only get him. I mean, he gets the Roman Reigns treatment. He's there like once every three months. So, but by the time he, like, he'll be there for our show Winter Mania, December 16th. But because of that, people are going to pay to see him. And we saw him doing that same Michael Jackson thing 14 times a month. Who would pay to see him? Let's be honest. Right. But you see him once, it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's not a doc. I love Santana. But I mean, it, it just becomes more mysterious when you only get to see him every so often. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it kind of adds to the appeal. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is great, but do you want to eat it every single day? Exactly, man. Exactly. Nope. That's it right there. But it feels like a treat when I do have one because I don't have it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree, Rare. So, you know, and also talk about what you've been doing with the uh, the bigger promotions. You've been uh, doing a little bit of work for the WWE. I, I, I see you asking some questions to LA Knight. I was like, yes. holy cow, my boy is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so proud. And, and that's where, what I tell you, it is a blessing. You know, and I'm not trying to preach or anything, but I'm telling you, being 43 years old, that's how old I am. And I never thought the media space would get me into the WWE. You understand what I'm saying? I, I grew up loving Hulk Hogan, wanting to be a pro wrestler. Especially like, you see, I'm a giant dude. You know what I'm saying? I never thought picking up and doing a podcast a couple years ago would do that. Somebody talked to me about, you know, just applying to, for press credentials. I'm not, I do work in radio now, so that, that I think that did help. But they were coming to Detroit for SummerSlam. And when I tell you, this is no lie, I literally, when I applied, I said, oh, they're not going to respond. About four days before SummerSlam, I took my email. You know how you can see the header, and you just know it's going to say, you know, thank you for your request, but you're denied. I just got out the shower. I look at it, about to throw my phone away. Uh, wait a minute, it said approved. Do you know, I watched, I read that email probably 30 times to make sure I read it correctly, that it's an approved. So I called my mama, I screenshotted it to people. It was crazy. But then from there, uh, they did a couple big events here in Detroit where they did like a, um, at one of our high schools, they brought kids from all over the area. The wrestlers, Cody Rhodes, Bianca Belair, and different people, they came and uh, talked to the kids, probably about 500 kids in the Michigan area and in, in Ohio. Uh, they did a thing where they were giving out free food to homeless people 
at our fourth field, uh, Big E and a lot of those guys, Cody. And then after Survivor, I mean SummerSlam, we got to do it, the press conference. And I actually got to ask the question, well, LA Knight, we got to have this dope back and forth uh, at the press conference. So that was really cool, man. So after that, I said, well, if I get in with WWE, maybe AEW will say, okay, send my stuff over to AEW. And they didn't let me get press credentials for the media scrub for All Out. That was the one where the CM Punk, blah, 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 whatever. But I did get to get uh, press credentials for Collision, both for Toledo and in Chicago. And then from there, Impact Wrestling has been reaching out. So I've been able to do some work with all three of them now, man. And, it, you know, once you start getting your name on that list with them, you're in a good place. You know what I'm saying? You're in a good, fun place. Yeah. I'm just glad my name is on that list. Yeah, that's good, man. Good for you. What what do you what is it that you like so much about that? I mean, it's it 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 gives you a little more recognition, but I mean, it's obviously you're following a path that you want to you want to go down, right? And that's what it is. But like I said, I already was like I already like doing the podcast thing, but just that media space. But I feel like it's the perfect fit for me. You ever did just like you're a writer? You ever did something you're like, you know, you want the money, but sometimes. It just feels good. It feels right. And that's kind of how I felt with doing this, man. Um, I get to interact with these people that I've always watched growing up. And it's funny, my friends that see me do these interviews, they're like, you do, you've done radio interviews with like NSYNC and different people like that. But when you were off interview wrestlers, there's a whole different energy off of you. I don't notice it, but they said they can see it in my face and I'm really geeked up and fired up when I'm interviewing these guys or even now talking about wrestling. And I'm an energetic guy anyway, but I just, I don't know, man. It just, it feels like the cherry on top of the ice cream that I always wanted from life. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. And to be at the arena 10 minutes away from where I grew up at and be able to be on Peacock and ask a question in that media scroll was almost surreal. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I was, I was like, I was very proud. I said, that's my friend. I know him. The amount of people that send me messages, I'm talking about people that I didn't even know like pro wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even used to watch the press conferences. After a long pay-per-view, that's enough for me. I would get messages, hey, man, what are you doing on WWE television? I'm like, you said this? And I'm talking about people that I thought did not even like the sport of professional wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... You know what? I did I did look at that clip with LA Knight a couple of times. I was like, all right, my my bud here, he did some magic in the editing room. I you had to I I thought, wait a second, he really he really interviewed this guy. It was so bad, man. And that's yeah. one thing I'm always holding on to. Then I had some right around the same time, I had some uh of uh some friends that I know in uh, Connecticut, they have a podcast, Strutting with Gorilla. Do you are you familiar with? I think I've heard of it. You heard okay. of it. Well, they've had me on their show a time or two, and they had LA Knight on for about ten or fifteen minutes, and I was like, "Holy cow, man!" I mean, uh, to me, when I see a wrestler of his stature on shows, you know. Smaller podcast, right. like, and I'm, you know, we're smaller podcast, man. I mean, but um, 
good for him yeah. and good for them, right? You know, it's I, just, it's really awesome. But it's, it's awesome that he's able to do that because a lot of places yeah. know you only can have so many listeners. People ask me all the time, how many listeners do you got? Well, it's, you know, it varies, right? I mean, sure, it varies for you too. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, last year I was downloaded like in 55 countries, man. Are you familiar with Bill After? I am. Russell. So Bill After was there when at SummerSlam. And do you know Keith Elliott Greenberg? He's I do, awesome yeah. Player. So I've actually interviewed Keith Elliott also. Great guy, by the way. Keith, salute to you. I love you, Keith. Um, but both of those guys were there. And I was talking to Bill After. And he, you know, he introduced himself. I talked back. And he was like, man, Triple H has really opened the door for newer podcasters to get an opportunity because he really wants to help grow the business and he understands the social media dealing with these young people that are fired up about the business you know what i'm saying it's going to want to really move it to forward bill after said back in the day it was really simple there were seven that was it seven people that got media access nobody else when vince was in charge you know what i'm saying but triple a said he really wants to give people opportunity now you know, as long as you have something that you're really trying to help the business and moving forward, he's he's open to anybody now. And I think that's a beautiful thing, man. So salute to Triple H for that. At least yeah, being a direct of, of him. Well, it's just it's a it's about growing professional wrestling, right? If you if you love it, you know, then you're gonna do everything for it. And 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 you know, I, I love what I do for wrestling. I I you know, I'm not rolling in it by any means, but, you know, it does bring me a lot of satisfaction. There's a lot more negative things I could be doing than, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't, I don't, what is it? I don't, I don't mind. Devil. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Trust me. Trust me, man. I mean, I could have worse habits than professional wrestling. Listen, I have no problem admit I love a drink or two. I, I don't go too far, but I love a drink or two. But I know that it's a lot better if I'm going on a Saturday to report on a WWE event than going out with my buddies all night long, get drunk, and waking up the next morning. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know that's not horrible, but you, you you get the point I'm making. You know? Right, right. Well, it's 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 positive, right? It's yeah, it's helping the business. It's probably you're probably feeling good about it, and then people get to watch your work, right? And, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Well. We are coming down to the wire. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Always like talking to you. We don't do enough of it, but thank you so much for coming on the show. And where much. can where can fans find your work and that your, yes. your your podcast and your promotion that you're working? Yes. With? Well, you can check out my podcast on all podcast platforms. Simply put in the Whip Show, W H I P Show Podcast. It's street. You know, you can get on YouTube. We actually just signed a deal. We're on Roku now on Mize TV. You can check it out on Sideline Sports. And I actually, like I told you, I do radio as well out of Toledo. We're actually going to be picked up in 2024. It's going to be on the radio as well. So people can actually turn to it in their car. You know, they don't have to make sure they don't have to have their downloadable <laughs> device. They can just turn it on to their car. And that'll be going down in 2024, man. Uh, shout, by the way, shout out to my 106.1. W-A-K-T-F-M Toledo team for that. And as far as my promotion, Northwest Championship Wrestling, NWCW, on Facebook, YouTube. Check it out. Some of the best matches, some of the best pro wrestling you've ever seen. 
you know, people say there's these big promotions, GCW and all that. I totally agree, but I could put our team against anybody. Trust me. And we got some big things coming up for 2024 as well. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure as always. Thank you very much. It's been good talking to you. Yes, sir. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. Yeah, it's your boy, Dirty Cam, and that's Cam with a K. And I'm A-R-2. And we are the The Russell Russell Twins. And you're listening to the The Russellville Podcast. The Wrestleville Podcast is brought to you by no other. Your host, Vinny Barry, the GOAT, you already know. And he brings you some of the greatest professional wrestlers around the globe, giving you the full exclusive details on their personal and professional lives. But wait, there's more. Do you like books? I like books, Cameron. You like books? Of course. Well, man, look, the Russell Twins just declared that you are in luck. All you have to do is visit WrestleVille.com.